this last Neezy news cycle, artists are all for net neutrality. Your friendly neighborhood Neezy, please, is in it to win it on this one. The world not at Cold War 3 continues to wage on. We'll take another episodic peek into Earth's latest hostile happenings. We'll even take a look at some minor scuffles in the wild world of entertainment. Ranger got shot here, bit fight there. That's what it's all about. And of course, we gotta take time out of the show to pay homage to Earth's most famous Vulcan, Spock. Obey the Prime Directive and keep it locked right here on TNPS. United States of Earth. Welcome to the Neasy Please Show. I am your host, Neasy Please, reporting in Washington. We begin tonight with this. What the hell's going on with the FCC voting under Title II of the Communications Act to protect consumer broadband internets? What in the hell does that even mean? It means your friendly neighborhood, Neasy Please, has got job security. That's what it means. See, proponents of the free market enterprise in both the private sector as well as within Congress wanted to make it so that Internet providers could have the choice to charge content service providers extra to stream their services to we the good people of the United States of Earth. For example, bigger downloads that require streaming larger packets of information, like, say, Season 3 of Boondocks on Netflix, require a bit more data to be extracted from a typical streaming of the Internet. So please allow us, your trusted internet service provider, say a Comcast or a Verizon, the expressed permission to sell extra insurance of prime internet streamed allocations at our new and improved premium price as to better service you, the consumer. Basically, right-wing bureaucrats and the lawyers for big business broadband providers like Comcast Monopolies or AT&T ran a campaign to shape and control the narrative of a free and open internet. They tried to frame the conversation as one of better services provided to we the consumer. Sort of like when the city says it's going to improve traffic, and then instead it installs a digital tolling system that nickels and dimes commuters right out of traffic. But between President Obama applying his executive pressure a few months back and a few megatech power brokers like Facebook, Netflix, and Google aiding in the message, it appears that net neutrality will live another day, at least per this current administration. Wow, Facebook, Google, and Netflix, you must be really good companies advocating for net neutrality on behalf of we the people so selflessly. Except it's more so about self-preservation than it is populism. 
See, internet content providers like Netflix and YouTube would hate to see the power dynamic shift from the current system because they would see their business models turned on their heads, with broadband providers bleeding them out slowly and painfully on download stream allocations, practically parsing their services between those content providers who would be forced to pay up to post premium packets of information to their audience, while additionally passing those same costs off to their content-consuming viewers. In this, they say that the free market will fix itself, and that the current administration and this Congress should get off its back and get on the bandwagon. Big communication giants would love to see the internet completely unregulated, unfettered, so your Verizons and your Comcasts and such out there can just run monopolies with no one regulating them. Whereas content providers like, say, Amazon are like, hell nah, cuz, treat that shit like a utility company, say, like water or gas or electricity. Shit, if they could charge us for air, they'd make that a utility too. But it's not. All these things are basic rights. They should be utilities in the sense that we all need them. In my humble opinion, the internet is no different. It should not be privatized. And again, that's why I'm so gung-ho over net neutrality. I'm just a little skinny nigger from Skyway, Seattle, Washington, but I got big visions on the internet, just as powerful as, say, Comcast or any other tech giant. And I can write automation too, bitch. So as sure as we can bet that broadband providers will continue to find ways to corrode, whittle away, and weaken net neutrality in their financial favors, thanks to the FCC voting to increase support for fair and open internets, I remain equally as capable of voicing my fierce opposition to those who lobby for internet deregulation, while I stand with those who share in the awesome individual responsibility of this rebellion, as we practice the highest form of patriotism by way of dissidence, and continue to question the authority of middlemen who stand to profit on our right to access information, and videos of people's cats, and internet porn, because otherwise we'll be paying later to download everything and anything. That video showing cats fighting kids? Yep, that's gonna cost you extra. As always, you can feel free to email me via Neezy at Pleasey.com. Or you can check me out on Twitter via at Neezy Please. I'm on Facebook via Neezy Please, both the band page as well as in person. And I'm also on Instagram under plain old please. We got that shit circulating up on SoundCloud. Don't be scared to hit that candy like heart button. Show that you love your boy Neezy Please. Please know that I love you too. Music, politics, and that old bullshit. Let's keep it cracking. We're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we're going to do the Neezy News. That's last week's news this week. Stay tuned. www.pleasy.com Welcome back to the Neasy Please Show. As always, moving at the time-tested and bona fide speed of 100% genuine, true colored people time. We're taking it back to last week's news this week, and then we're going to tell you what to keep an eye out for in the week ahead. You are now listening to the Neasy News. Keep it locked right here on the Neasy Please Show. Today is Monday, March 2nd. Welcome to the month of March. Let's do the weather. Today was partly cloudy, had some overcast, some sun peaks. It's pretty nice overall. Tomorrow's going to be the same. Highs around 52. Back in the day today, this happened and we'll never forget it. 1933, King Kong premieres at Radio City Music Hall. We're talking about the classic black and white film here, folks. The one that featured the stop time animated gargantuan beast. <laughs> the one where King Kong picks people up, chews them, and spits them out. Scratches his ass with him, steps on him. It's my favorite rendition, if you couldn't tell. Moving on to 1941, World War II, the first German military units enter Bulgaria after it joined the Axis Pact. See, folks, now you know where those neocon strategists borrowed their talking points from when they co-opted the rhetoric of World War II in their call to arms to what they deemed 2002's Axis of Evil. I know I do not need to remind my veteran war listeners out there that we invaded Iraq a year later in 2003. Please don't mind my brand of patriotism. 
Moving on to 1962, Wilt Chamberlain. Wait a minute, ain't we do a back-in-the-day post on Wilt Chamberlain back in the day already? I know we did. Well, we're doing it again, motherfuckers, because my nigga Wilt Chamberlain, a.k.a. Big Baby Bombada, scored 100 motherfucking points in a basketball game on this day right here. Goddamn, that's the most points scored up until this day in the NBA, period. Folks, I think it's safe to say that you can bet that Wilt Chamberlain loves to score. Bounce, wow, wow. And finally, last year in 2014, Matthew McConaughey and Kate Blanchett win Oscars at the Academy Awards for their work in 12 Years a Slave. Hey, folks, it seems like every motherfucking moon day I'm capping the back in the day segment with the dear departure of some A list talent that done helped shape the worldview of your hybrid humanoid host with the most. And this week is no different. And although I would prefer there to be an exception to this synchronicity, I know that any attempts to do so would prove illogical. Folks, it is with heartfelt sadness that I must inform you that the man behind the ears and the bowl cut and the blue sweater and eventually even the pimped out fur hoodie from the last Star Trek reboot, Leonard Nimoy has passed into the final frontier just this past Saturn day. Thank you, Leonard Nimoy, for opening our planet's collective consciousness, pointing towards our most obvious human failures, not the least of which is that timeless tragedy surrounding the fallacy of racial superiority. You helped show us that war could be over, as logic is the cement of our civilization with which we ascend from chaos using reason as our guide. Rest in peace, Leonard Nimoy. Nigga, I'm going to honor you by living long and prosperously. Moving on with the easy news, what we got, what we got. Hey folks, when super space scientist Stephen Hawking speaks, we should listen. Stephen Hawking is worried that human aggression towards each other spells doom, doom, doom for us all. He's suggesting that we curve our warlike ways. Mm, well, I've been hooting and hollering like that for half a year now, so does that make me half a year smarter than Stephen Hawking? That depends on whether or not we're measuring consciousness by space-time or distance. If it's distance, I got his ass beat in the foot race. But if he's allowed to use his little wheelie chair thing, then Professor Hawking's got the upper hand. <laughs> Moving on. Hey, Kelly quits the fashion police. That's right, Kelly Osborne quit the fashion police just this weekend. Not just because they talked about Zendaya's hair and said she smelled like weed and patchouli oil, but on top of some production beast that was brewing in the wake of Joan Rivers' dear departure. Here's wishing Kelly Osborne on to bigger and better things, just like we're about to do. Moving on. Hey, folks, Kanye apologized to Beck via Twitter. No strings attached. Everyone loves sincerity. I know I do. But was it insincere of me to note that everybody loves sincerity? I don't know, and I sincerely don't care. Moving on, guilt by association, blame the rappers when two niggas got shot at the Central Intercollegiate Athletic Association where T.I., Young Jeezy, and Sean P. Diddy Combs were scheduled to appear. Needless to say, they shut that function the fuck down. What else we got? Gun clapping at the Kremlin. Ah, oh, yes, here's another story about a dude getting shot, this time in Russia, except he's the main political leader favored in opposition to President Putin's party. Or at least he was before that nigga got himself assassinated on the Kremlin steps fucking with Putin. Rasputin, nigga. What? Vladimir does not play that shit. That's right, folks. Boris Nemtsov is now also dearly departed. He was killed in cold blood, four shots to the back, in what is being reported as a political assassination deployed by the current power in office. Oh, don't say Putin did it. 
You can't prove that. I can't prove that. Needless to say, folks are taken to the streets over there pretty fiercely to demand justice, while Vladimir Putin has promised a swift and thorough investigation into what many have deemed domestic terrorism. And finally, Netanyahu jeopardizes peace with Iran, while at the same time making zero concessions to broker Palestinian peace as he approves more Israeli settlements on Palestinian land, illegally seizing profitable underground gas wells right from underneath Palestinians while coming to America to stick his finger in the face of this current administration, arriving way outside of proper decorum, uninvited and unabashed in the distaste shown by politicizing our diplomatic efforts at peace two weeks before an Israeli state election. I tell you, United States and Israeli relations have never been weaker. Shalom. Which brings us into In the Week Ahead. Keep a lookout for Netanyahu's United States side fallout to expose his propaganda ground game campaign. This debate ain't going nowhere anytime soon. And that's the Neasy Please Show for now. I'd like to thank your listeners for being with us. And you can catch this show again next week. My niggas and niggets. It's all about wrapping up this latest release to announce the this or that's these. An official release date is as soon as fucking possibly around the corner. You know we're going to be announcing it when I got my nigga Amadad on the show. We will be hollering about that soon enough. And as always, you can always learn more by visiting visiting www.pleazie.com. That's www.pleazie.com. Keep an eye out for what we post in the future. More on that in future shows. Please feel free to leave comments on the Neasy Please Show iTunes podcast page and be sure to join us every week to see what's really good with new Northwest music via www.pleazie.com. We hope you enjoy it. We'll see you next week with more music, politics, and that old bullshit ahead. As always, I'm Neasy Please, and I'm wishing you love, peace, and the pursuit of happiness. Holler. Fucking fleas, parasites don't invite these. Two with no seed for a bite to eat. Unless you like teeth in the windpipe G. What's up, high my team from the ghetto? Tragedy like Othello. When a nigga's a nigga, the bitch is a hoe. P.O.'s ain't roll, but dough was dope. Don't scream, keep it real, to keep it broke. And have a year spin by like hunters, folks. Let me hip your folks to how I raise. Blaze on a rubber haze by the skyway. You know what if I said you can smoke every day and I pop getting head down the freeway. Sipping tank away with your fees, and yo, these days they use her easy. Friends ain't up in the SEA like a road. Juggling down a mic space with Ray. When find a nigga pay, get out of my way. I'll hold it down from the side of the cascade. Oh, say please, you know that thing. When I came my thing, I'm against they spleen. Bump them up till they dispense the cream. I'll be getting all dressed up in the wet dream. Pitch this, I pitch this. Pitch no shit, no kiss, kiss. Bitch, I'm getting up in this bitch. Bump up till they